Infinity Games Podcast. Welcome to the Infinity Games Podcast. We are on level 40. And Jukebox, you know what I just realized? What? We're two away from 42. I know. We gotta do some shit. Yeah, and you know, I was saying before on previous podcasts that at the rate we're going, like how slowly we we're releasing these episodes, there's a, uh, there's a uh, good chance that we'll be releasing it on like your birthday. Fun. Honestly, I don't want to though. That's too far away. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the last one we recorded almost to- two full months ago mm-hmm. and it's, it's been like a full month and a half of like, hey, we should record this week and then it not happening. Yeah, I blame myself. Yeah, mighty unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, I also don't want it to come out on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But you know what? Even though we're a uh, month into the year, we're doing our 2018 year in review. Yeah, strap in, bitches. Yeah, because, like, just a lot of shit happened. 2018 was a fucking good year for games. It was. It was a very good year for games. It was even better because I had a current-gen console for once. Right? (laughs) That never happens. No, no, it does not. Yeah. Before we get into the uh, the games and our bingo cards that we created last year Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, I want to hit you with a few stats. For our actual podcast here. I love stats. Yep. So for our website, which is no longer a blogspot domain, you can now find it at www.infinitygamespodcast.com. Which is dope. Yeah. Fucking, it's a weird thing because it's such a minor thing to get a website, but it's something I've always kind of dreamed of. Me too. You know what I I mean? I remember, like, when we were kids, mm-hmm. and when we were eight or nine, no, when we were, like, in our, I'd say probably young teens, because this was, like, a big thing when I was going to, like, the Boys and Girls Club, Right. but it was a big thing to make your own website. Yeah, and, with all and, the Flash games and, like, Heli Attack. Yeah, and it was, like, you never made, like, a legit website. It was just, it was really, really crappy. It... It was like, like GeoCities after GeoCities died. Yeah, or whatever it was. And it just, it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, but yeah, how it many, was like, how many GIFs can we fit on this one page? How many much. Flash games can we get in here without it being annoying? That was pretty much how it went. And it was like the dumbest shit ever. But like, us kids went wild for it because like, it was just like, you know, the internet was still super new and everything, so everybody was like, oh my god, and then it was like, you can have your own website, and it was like, oh my god, like. Yeah, those were like early beginnings of like, me and graphic design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got no talent. It's been a while since shit. I thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, hype, as, hype as fuck to have a website. Anyways, infinitygamespodcast.com. It's great. We got 2,500 hits over the course of 2018. Hot damn. You know, so, you know why that's super cool to me? 
Why? Because we did not release very much this year. God, no. Actually, I'm going to go look how many episodes. I'm pretty sure it's something like 15. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10. 10 videos in 2018. So we uploaded, on average, one episode every five weeks. Good job, us. Yeah, go go, Jukebox and Kellerix. Huge contrast to the 29 we released in 2017. When we started in late April, I think? Our first release was March 26th. Okay. So, yeah. Also, sorry for the few releases we have. We'll try and fix that, but you know, life exists. Yeah, it's kind of shitty when Jukebox, like only has two free days a week and one of those free days a week isn't even really a free day because he still needs to go to bed at a very early time because he has to be up at like 3 a.m. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want to record? Sure. Five o'clock work for you? Uh, no. You gotta, you gotta be in bed. <laughs> oh, God. If and it wasn't it's... for me having such a short shift tomorrow, I'd probably be like not super about recording right now yeah like i uh, only got to get up at four tomorrow oh that's not too bad then yeah i got a couple hours yet that's like and like good news for anybody listening i don't even know if this is public knowledge at this point but i did get laid off right before christmas it was very very shitty and uh i just got a new job yesterday and this new job we work 12 hour days like every day of the week as far as I know. So I'm going to be just as busy as... I'm going to be way more busy than Jukebox and have even less time. So like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do, but... Yeah, see, that was like the first few months of the job I have now, but it kind of mm. evened out. But now you have to work that many hours, so... The only, the only advantage is like... Because you're too stubborn to let me be involved with the editing and stuff and I don't need nearly as much sleep as you do, like, I'll still be able to, like, have a semi-life. <laughs> but, so, like, I'll still be able to make time. It'll just be, like, I think, like, the most important thing for us is to just make it so that Friday at, like, 8 p.m. we say, fuck it, and we record an episode. Yeah, that might have to be it. Because that way, if we do it, if we do it Friday at like, let's say 8 p.m., like I shouldn't be home any later than seven o'clock at any point because um, the shift, as far as I know, is six o'clock to 630. So I could be home and ready to go for eight. And then because you don't have to be up at fucking 3 a.m. on Saturday morning should be OK. That's probably yeah. the best probably the best way to do it. We'll work that out after the show. Sounds good. Anyways, our Any website two thousand five hundred hits. Much excite. Which I'm sure some people who own blogs are just like, man, that's fucking nothing, but like that's two thousand five hundred suckers that had no idea what they were getting into that clicked onto our website. We hope you enjoy the content. We try very hard to make what we do put out entertaining. <laughs> Thank you, suckers. <laughs> Our podcast as a whole mm -hmm. 
on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the RSS feed. Yep. Has been viewed 2,300 times. Whew. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's just, that's this year, right? Yep. Okay. So that's the amount of times that people have uh, either searched it up, found it, or at one point downloaded or listened to an episode. That's awesome. 482 downloads across 39 episodes. Oh. So what's the math on that? That's on average every episode was downloaded. Hold on, let me do some thinking. Uh, it's like 12.358 so numbers. We, so essentially <laughs> we either have 12 people who are like very, very into the podcast. Or we have a greater number of people who just download a random episode here or there. Yep. So Either way, we appreciate you. Throughout the year. We averaged 35 subscribers. Cool. We're currently sitting at 43. Nice. Right? And then I'm going to give you the top five for episodes that have been listened to and downloaded. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I guess? Please do. Yay. Hang on. Let me pull up our uh, filmography here. (laughs) Uh, I guess discography would technically be more accurate <laughs> um yeah yeah kay. kind of okay i'm gonna say um our ready player one book podcast um the super nes hype episode um Childhood Memories, Ukulele, and, oh, I have, I'm having trouble picking a, <laughs> I'm having trouble picking a fifth one, Ooh. Ooh. and, you picked all episodes that I am very fond of, and the Smash Ultimate episode we did. All right, you got none of them. Hot fucking shit. <laughs> though, though, those pretty much would have filled up the spots from like ten to five. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So I picked, I picked, I picked five correctly. If the first five didn't exist. <laughs> okay, so our fifth most listened to. Yep. Episode twenty one. Mario Kart 8. Oh, for fuck's sakes, why didn't I guess that one? <laughs> Which, honestly, for a long time was our top listen to, because that, that was just a good time. <laughs> I definitely feel like, like the... Again, to the people who actually listen to these, we love you. <laughs> and we, <laughs> appre- we, do. we appreciate the shit out of you. Please, please, like, write a comment. Give us a suggestion. We want to hear feedback. Yeah. That would, that's like goals for 2019. Yeah. One comment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was going to say most, most, most of the peeps probably just saw Mario Kart 8. They were like, the fuck? (laughs) Is this a new game? 
Yeah, I need to they see announced I, something. What I miss? I need to see. I need to see what this is all about. Is it Mario Party uh, but with that was go-karts? a good episode? <laughs> Seriously, and it like it spawned like this inside joke for the podcast that we've been using ever since Mario Party Eight. I'm gonna listen to that later. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, that was number five. Okay, number four was our very first episode nindy's Nindies. kids i was gonna guess nindy's kid but like at the same time we're like we have no idea what we're doing so it's so cringy <laughs> it's so cringy and we were recording in an open space with the microphone on surround sound so it's like super echoey yeah but at the same time like, still that's that's probably the most listened to because it's the first episode yeah Okay, hit me with number. That was so much fun, though. It like, was. It was a good time. Re reacting to that kind of stuff is fun. I have. I, I like how in episode one we were like really hype about Blaster Master Zero, and in episode or er, in level thirty nine we were like, jukebox hundred percent of Blaster Master Zero. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was hype as shit about that. Oh yeah, we both. That were. game's so beautiful, dude. Oh, much excite. I I want you to play it. I will find the time to come over one of these days. Won't be for a while, because Kingdom Hearts 3, but one of these days. <laughs> okay, but you still have to bring over the original, because ever since I got that back in, like, November or whatever, I've been wanting to play the original. Bro, I'll just, like, I'll give you the original, and you can put it in your collection. <laughs> what the fuck? You serious? Yeah. But why? What am I doing with it? <laughs> I don't know, it's looking pretty, right? I mean, kind of. It's kind of tucked <laughs> in the shelf, but I mean, main main uh, thing is like, it, like the way I see it is the only reason I bought it instead of you is because I had a job and you didn't. Like you were in school, money was tight. If you if you had had the cash to say fuck it, I feel like you would have. You know what, dude? I think we were still in like high school when I just didn't have anything. <laughs> were we? Could have sworn we yeah, were out probably. of high school. That I was... could have sworn we were out of high school when I got Blaster Master. No, that was super early, because, like, my mom was still driving us to the places. Mm, yeah, you're right. you right. I, I, I love you, dude. Love you, too, bro. <laughs> yeah, when I, when uh, I eventually, when I eventually uh, come over to play Blaster Master Zero, I'll bring you Blaster Master. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Batman is mine forever, though, because story. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's yours. <laughs> okay. okay yeah what's number three number three Ghibli no I wish that one Damn. wasn't listened to that much oh kind of kind of hard to believe that not many people would want to listen to stuff about anime in a video game podcast I see them both going like hand in hand but I get it <laughs> yeah okay no number it was episode 18 the value of video games Oh, which honestly, I feel like that's just people were like, "Hey, are my games worth money?" Yeah, probably. Oh, look a podcast, and then they're like, "Oh, they this say is... the f word a lot." I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> we're fucking sorry, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck over it. Yeah, jeez. Okay, actually, it's been a really long time since I've updated my list. I should do that someday. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm, I'm approaching 600 games. Goddamn. Yeah. And like, 
It's a couple tens of G's of dollars there. Mm-hmm. Okay, number two. Yep. Y- you'll you'll like this one. Well, episode I... episode twenty six, Mega Man. He's up on the roof. Fuck me! I was gonna guess that one too. Mega 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 Man. He's up on the fucking roof. He's Mega. Did did you do that on purpose? Because your voice got super robot-y when you did that. <laughs> no, but I wish I could have heard that. Oh my god, it was so wonderful, especially when you did the. Like it sounded like fucking NES music. I was like, what? Jukebox hero just one hundred percent broke. Yeah, pretty much. I I spilt water in my lap. My CPU got dislodged and started short circuiting and. Yeah, Jukebox keeps all his RAM in his dick, so the water shorted it out. I am that was a two, robot. That was two puns in one, and I'm proud of myself for it. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. Okay, what's yeah. number one? Uh, Number one? I feel like it's level 35. No, it's... I'm I'm kind of amazed, and I'm not too sure why. This is episode 22, We've Been Playing Games. Why? (laughs) Let me just have a glance here. Because that came right after Mario Kart 8. Yeah. That was was like after almost a three-month cap. Excuse me. Hmm. Hmm. Like, I'm not surprised, but I'm kind of surprised. Kind of surprised. Yeah. Hype? I don't know. Maybe we just had, like, all the right words in there. Because that, yeah, that was, like, Metroid, Cuphead, Destiny. Mm-hmm. It was probably also because it was one of our shorter episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, overall, we actually had a pretty big bump there in viewership throughout... uh throughout the 20s of episodes yeah so like as we approached the end of 2017 there we were getting more viewership i got through our little statistics there i just wanted to update you and all the viewers on i mean more or less how well we're doing because like i'm pretty fucking hyped about those numbers me too like it's it's a really weird feeling knowing that People 482 actually, times over, people have downloaded the podcast to listen to. Which is pretty... It feels good, man. Yeah. Because my thing is, like, because, like, you're you're the expert on, like, that stuff. It's just anytime I see our stuff on YouTube, and it has, like, no views, and I'm like, oh, nobody likes our stuff. And then you hit me with like the actual statistics on like where people that listen to go listen to podcasts actually go to find podcasts. And it's like, hey, we're actually doing pretty okay. And it's like, yay. (laughs) You know what, dude? I'm not done because I haven't gone over our YouTube statistics. Huzzah. So this. You know, this is almost really interesting because this is much more in line with what you predicted for our top videos. I mean, 
to be to be fair, like I cheated just a tiny bit because like I know the Ready Player One book one is like one of our it and ukulele are some of our most viewed videos. Yeah. So like I cheated a little bit in that sense, but I try I tried to pick ones that like I was more really excited about doing. But still. Okay, so this is exclusively for the year of 2018, so not overall. Much, much hype. These are the top five videos by watch time. Mm-hmm. Ready Player One, the book. Yep. Sorry, that was number one. <laughs> oh, that was our top one? That was our top one. Nice. I'm going one, two, three, four, five. Oh, okay. Uh, level 37 in Punching Distance. Okay. Level 23, the Metroid episode. Nice. Level 39, uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Yep. And then episode 30, Nintendo Direct Mini and Nintendo Labo. Where the fuck is that one again? Oh, 30. <laughs> And then if we look for all time starting in February of 2017 coming up to January of 2019, mm -hmm. it's uh, Childhood Games, Ready Player One, the book, Hype, that was our Super hype. NES Hype one, In Punching Distance, and then the Metroid episode. Nice. Yeah, so like the viewership of, uh, of YouTube is way different yeah but that then uh then podcasts that's because of like you youtube is not you know there's like that one podcast into nightingale or whatever it is welcome to night like, yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're youtube based right and like that works but it's it's like i just said like if if you're like an avid podcast 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 listener good job you're not <laughs> you know you're not going on youtube and going oh i wonder what new podcasts are on youtube like you're logging on to like the blog spot or like you're trying to find rss apple music or, yeah apple music shit like that right like you're not people go to youtube to watch videos not to listen yeah. to two guys bullshit about video games and curse a lot <laughs> that's why like video podcasts are huge on on YouTube, mm -hmm. like the Joe Rogan podcast or like the Rooster Teeth stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck! There's even like Planet Destiny does a podcast, and they they're pretty popular. So. Yeah. Like it's all. It's just that like you YouTube isn't like a heavy a hardcore place for fucking podcasts. Podcasts. You know, oh, that was a lot of echo. Um. Oh, God, that that was like super loud in my left ear. At least you're not robot-y anymore. Yeah, I'm in the green again. Huzzah! So are you. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, that was... Anyways, weird. how long are we into this? Uh, like 20 minutes, I think. Oh, I'm closer to 30, so... Yeah, anyways, thanks for listening to us ramble for 30 minutes about statistics, but, like, we Huzzah. appreciate every single one of you, and we're super happy with whether, where the podcast is, and we can't wait to continue releasing episodes and making it even better in the future. And I know we keep saying it, but we're planning on doing more shit. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It might 
actually hopefully happen this year. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We're like halfway on everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Let's move so, into our bingo sheets. Yay, bingo. Because I know people, I, as far as I know, people liked those last year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least amongst our friends, they were telling us like it was super nifty. Mm-hmm. Like Kari was all about it. I almost made her make one. That nice. Okay. So uh, overall, we both suck extremely hard. We both really shot for the stars, though. <laughs> no kidding. So, so we each we each got two correct, and neither of us got a bingo. Fail. So let's start with yours and what you did get right. Do you, yeah, so I predicted that there would be a new Digimon RPG, which... Even though I tried to tell Jukebox that I was cheating, because the one that he gave me the point for I already knew was coming out prior to when we did the video, he still gave me the damn point, so... <laughs> but yeah, it's so... like, nah, you already guessed it, whatever. Yeah. So Digimon Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory came out. Um, my, younger brother, my younger brother bought it. I borrowed it. I played the shit out of it. It's just as good as the first Cyber Sleuth game. Uh... I that found, came out January 19th, so yeah. that was, like, right at the start of the year, too. Yeah. Um, the, the, in my opinion, the story was a little easier to follow, um, because in the first game, your main character is, like, they're trapped between reality and the digital world, so they're, like, a cyber ghost. Oh, whereas, whereas in the second game, your main character is just a hacker. So it's not... Um, it's not as weird per se like i just found it was easier to know exactly what was going on in the second game i mean a hacker in a digital world just makes sense you put ghosts in there and it starts becoming ghost in the shell and you start having an existential crisis yeah pretty much it's uh it's kind of cool because in those games the main thing is uh the hackers use digimon as their hacking tools Ooh. Yeah, so, and then the main the main thing is, like, over the course of the game, you realize that the Digimon are alive, and they have feelings, and it turns Honor into, like, on. a... Use your DDoS attack. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, you know, instead of companies installing firewalls, they'll just pay out the ass for, like, powerful-ass Digimon to defend their shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. It, like, it works because it's a video game. If it was anything else, it'd be, like what <laughs> it it sounds cool yeah and then the other one that i got right was fuck what was it destiny year two yeah but again i also consider that one a bit of a cheat because like i guessed that one based off of like what happened with destiny one because in destiny one we got like we got two dlcs oh, big yawn Oh, fuck. We got two DLCs in, like, a pass that essentially came with your pre-order or whatever. And then once Destiny 1 was a year old, we got year 2, which was the Taken King. And then when it was two years old, we got year 3, which was the Rise which was uh, rise of Iron. So I just essentially predicted that the exact same thing was going to happen to Destiny 2 because it made sense. But 
Destiny 2 did it a little differently instead of just dropping one super massive expansion that like changed the entire course of the game. They also did no, actually I'm an idiot. They did that with fucking Destiny 2 too because we got Destiny 2 Forsaken as year 2. But Yeah, that came out September 14th. Yeah. Nope, September 4th. Yeah, it's like right on the one year anniversary of Destiny 2. So we got Destiny 2 Forsaken. I can't believe I somehow forgot that. And then on top of that, we also got access to something called the Annual Pass, which I believe it was $40. And it gives us three more DLC packs. So we just got Rise of... Or no, fuck. We just got Black Armory that dropped. And the concept behind Black Armory is there are these like ancient forges that were... that And this super secretive group was making like these super powerful weapons so the point of the of this dlc is you have to go find the forges that were lost over the course of time restore them and then you can start forging yourself some mega awesome weapons and it's been super fun uh they have spread out the gameplay in a way that like i spent 40 dollars on this uh hylexus spent 40 dollars on this and We've both been playing Destiny pretty religiously. Like Yeah, you just told me your stats for like how many hours you guys played yeah, PlayStation. Like, <laughs> like, and Hyle like Grand Hylex played a lot more than me. I think she put in like four hundred and sixty something hours in Destiny in twenty eighteen. I put in two hundred I put in two hundred and eighty. But the main reason for that is you have to remember half of the year I was up north. So I didn't have access to a lot of video games. It's always weird when you play a game into the hundreds of hours, because then you can start thinking of it in, like, days. Yeah, literally. And, and then you start thinking, it's like, wow, I've played this game for the literal equivalent of 10 days straight. Yep. Fun fact, Destiny 1, when I was done with it, like, when Destiny 2 came out and we were just done with Destiny 1, I had 24 days worth of gameplay on one of my characters damn and then my other character i believe had nine or ten days and my least used character had five or six i played the, madness i tell you i, I played the ever-living fuckness out of that game <laughs> <laughs> on top of all the other games you played too yeah pretty much Oh, fun fact, in, in my PlayStation wrap-up, my top-played game was Destiny. My second top-played game, I honestly cannot remember for the life of me. And my third top-played game was Persona 5. <laughs> and That's I a long-ass game. I still haven't beaten it. <laughs> I bet the At last least you're closer than Kari. I'm in the last dungeon. That counts for something. All my characters are yeah. max level. Though, Kari made some pretty good strides uh, yeah, you were near telling the end me about of the year that. there. She was playing it quite a bit. He told me she was like all of a sudden in like the fourth temple and I was like, God damn. Yeah, she's about uh, 65-ish hours in. Yeah. She, I think she's gotten all of the characters minus one i think 
minus one. Who was the last character she got? Do you remember? Just the girl with the like floofy curly hair. Oh yeah, okay. Haru. Yeah, Haru. Yeah, yeah, she's got yeah, she's got every character then for now. There's there's one more that joins you later. Yeah, that's why I said minus one. Yeah. So yeah, she's getting places. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, it's kind of funny. 2018. It's like I don't I don't play a lot of games anymore. I mean, I you don't exactly have time. <laughs> but like, you know, junior high through high school, it was super consistent that I was like constantly playing stuff. Yeah. And then there's like this big gap. And then like my second year of uni, so around 2014, mm -hmm. I played an ass ton of games throughout the summer and the spring break there. So I, I finished games like, uh, I remember I did Disgaea and Super Metroid and a couple others. Yeah. You were really right. hype about Super Metroid. And then I got this hefty gap in there again with a lot of Pokemon Go in between because that doesn't really take any engagement. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then this year, because I had the Switch, I played a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I got Mario Odyssey, I got Pokemon, I got Smash, I got Katamari. And then I yeah. played even some like older stuff just to try it around, like Blaster Master. I did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. The just like a bunch of random stuff still dope yeah so like this has been like a mini renaissance where i'm playing games again huzzah it's always nice <sighs> when the, it's always nice when the guys hosting the game podcast actually play games i find that helps yeah one out of two ain't bad <laughs> yeah we're halfway there halfway yeah. on everything glasses glasses half full nice i like the optimism Anyways, um, but yeah, so I, only, I got two right as well. Indeed. So the first is Project Octopath Traveler. Got a release in Q3. Nice. And I was pretty pleased with that because there was no indication of the date, but we were pretty no. set on it being in 2018. Yeah, we, 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 were, and we were pretty confident it would release in spring. Yeah, but Q3, so... I got right at the like beginning of Q3. Like I barely got this point because it was July 13th. Literally yeah. two weeks earlier, I would not have gotten this one. Yeah. You would have missed her. Missed it by a cunt hair. Yeah. And then the second one I got was a Pokemon Switch game released in Q4. And let's go released in... No, no. October? November 16th. Was it November? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was. <sighs> And if I want to get, like, super technical but still be wrong, mm -hmm. I said that Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to get delayed and then released in Q4. Yeah, so you literally... <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to give you that one. No. I mean, it doesn't change anything, but let me twist this for you for a second. So it did get delayed. Yep. But it released in quarter one of 2019. It 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 missed Q it missed it was supposed to be released in Q four. Yeah, it was, but it got delayed, right? Yep. So let me twist this for you. Square Enix, the company that made and released the game, their fiscal calendar year ends March eighteenth. So for the company, they are currently in quarter four. Yep. <laughs> so Kingdom Hearts released in qu quarter four after being delayed. 
Yeah. So, like, <laughs> super, super, super technically, you get the point, but God, no, I'm, I'm technically no, I'm don't. not taking that point. <laughs> See, so I we, said I was so we taking the Digimon point. Yeah, but at least that one actually happened. Yeah, that's fair. Just because you forgot about it doesn't mean that didn't happen. Uh, hit me with your hit me with your new bingo card. Well, no, I'm I'm good. I'm just gonna quickly go through all the stuff we got wrong. Oh, okay. So Metroid Prime Four did not get a trailer, and as of like yesterday, we learned that they just scrapped all development and are restarting with Retro Studios, which is good but still shitty. Yeah, at least it didn't get canceled like Mega Man Legends Three. Oh, uh, Mega Man Eleven did not get delayed. Which Sonic we were actually surprised about. Yeah, kind of. But Sonic the Hedgehog did not release a shit game. And in fact, they did not release any games in 2018. Was Sonic Forces 2017? Yep. Right near okay. the end of the year. Wait, what about Sonic Mania? Also 2017. Oh. So that one came before Forces. Ah, gotcha. I mean, we got Sonic Mania plus this year. But even if yeah. you want to count that, it's a good game. Yeah. I predicted so. a shit game. <laughs> Who would have thought? And then Nintendo GameCube on the virtual console, which <laughs> news to us, virtual console canceled, not happening. Yeah. Uh Super Smash Bros. ported to the Switch. We got a Smash Bros, but it definitely was not a port, even nope. though the completionist keeps saying it and I want to strangle him for it. The like, I don't know how stupid you gotta be to consider this a port. Write him an angry tweet. I will. <laughs> Good. Uh, and then on your card, Kingdom Hearts 3 released in Q2. I was super optimistic. Yeah. A new handheld, not from Nintendo. A good Tales game release, which we were like two weeks off of. Yeah, literally, same, like, the same thing happened with, um, like, the it was the opposite of what happened with, um, uh, Octopath for you. Like, you, you, like, just No, Kingdom squeezed. Hearts for me. No, no, because Octopath, you predicted, you, you got into your prediction oh, space right, by, yeah. like, two weeks. So, right. like, literally, if I had guessed the Tales would be released in Q, uh, in had I predicted that it would be released in fucking 2019 or whatever, I would have got it, but... Yeah. That's uh, that's Tales of Vesperia for you plebs out there. Oh, it's so good. I'll have, like, a very small rant about that later. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake in Q2. That was also super optimistic. Yeah. Though... You know, they unveiled a whole bunch of shit, like, right near the end of 2017. Mm. Made it feel like it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Sword Art Online VR game release. Yeah, that we didn't did, happen. We did get a Sword Art game, it's just not in VR. And apparently it's pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, One Piece World Seeker North American game release, which we are getting just in 2019. Yeah, we're not getting that till the beginning of March. Ooh. So, we're going to go through our new cards, and what I want you to do is to give me your predictions, starting in the top left corner and working your way to the right, remembering that the very center is a free. 
Okay, hit you me with the, that. Hit me with the go. Let me flip over this paper because I got written down. Go. <laughs> uh, an SAO VR announcement in September. Oh, you know what? We better we better explain this because we did so horridly for 2018. Oh yeah. What we're doing is we're gonna make a main prediction, and if that happens, we're gonna mark it on our bingo sheet. But we're gonna have a specification to that, like a more precise release date, a title, uh, a specific game, anything like that. And if we get the specification in addition to the uh, the prediction, we get to mark another spot off of our sheet. Yeah, but they're going to be pretty specific. Yeah. So an SAO VR announcement. In September. In September. I'm, I'm still hoping because frick. <laughs> oh, that'd be so dope. It'd be so it would cool. be. I mean, it's literally made for VR. Yeah. Like it's it's got to happen sooner or later. Exactly. Um, a Tales of the Abyss remaster. Okay. Releasing January 2020. January 2020. So, here's the thing with that one. If they give us a release date for January 2020, it's good. But, like... We want to be on top of our shit and not releasing the year-end review in the next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> try. We'll, we'll try and do the year-end review for, you know, late December. All right. Hit me with the next one. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is getting a Christmas release. Okay. Okay. Reusing uh, an old one. Yep. A a new Final Fantasy game trailer in Q3. The specification being that I think it's going to be in July. Alright. A sequel to the PS4 God of War. So, God of War quotations 2. <laughs> All right. Will be will be announced, and my specification is it'll be announced at E3. I could see that happening. I also could. That was one of my safer ones. As as long as it's actually a sequel and not a prequel, or some DLC bullshit. Yes. If it's DLC, it doesn't count. If it's for some stupid fucking reason a prequel, it doesn't count. <laughs> uh. The original, uh, the original like trilogy is pretty much the prequel. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, that that's five, three yep. more. Uh, Dragon Ball. Uh, Bandai Namco announced that they were working on a new Dragon Ball action RPG, codenamed Dragon Ball Project Z. So I'm predicting that we'll get a trailer, and it's mm-hmm. going to be an October release. Ooh. Ooh, that one's gonna be a hard one. That one's gonna be really tough, but it could be it could be 
December 29th, and if we get a Dragon Ball Project Z trailer, I still get a point. <laughs> right. So it's okay. safe. It's it's safe and optimistic at the same time. Okay. And then uh, another one is I am predicting there will be a DLC pack for Jump Force with five new characters. If it's four characters, it doesn't count. If it's six characters, it doesn't count. <laughs> SAO, Tales, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, God of War, Dragon Ball, Jump Force. What's your last one? Destiny 3 will get a trailer in Q3. Specifically in September. Man, I'm... We do a nice balancing act here, because your entire list is nothing Nintendo, and mine is mostly Nintendo. Man, I love Nintendo, but I just don't care. <laughs> I know. And it's just like, I don't give a shit about anything that isn't Nintendo right now. Pretty much. I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 is pretty fucking hype, though. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. Like, if there's anything that I'm caring about so far from the others, it's Kingdom Hearts 3. That's going to be a painful day of work on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, dude. That's going to be so painful. Okay, let me hit you with my predictions. Yes, please. <sighs> Starting in the top left. Okay, I'm predicting there's going to be an Xbox console announcement. Oh. My specification is that it's going to have VR integrated somehow. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, so I know they're working on like the HoloLens stuff, but like they're they're going to move forward and they're going to be jumping straight into VR. Like that's going to be their hot gimmick. Because usually Xbox is super safe and they're just like a more powerful thing of last year. My second prediction is that we're going to get a, for the Smash Bros. DLC, we're going to get a third party character uh, other than Joker because we already know about that one. Yeah. It's going to be a third party character. It's going to be Spyro. Ooh. And I predict that because we got the Spyro trilogy on the Switch. Yep, makes sense. Okay. Animal Crossing for the Switch is going to come out in Q4. Much excited. It's going to come out in October. Because Nintendo's been doing some funky shit with their releases. And like Mario Odyssey, their hot new big game, was also an October release. Dope. Final Fantasy Remake mm -hmm. coming out in Q3. Hmm. Ooh, I would very much like that. I'm gonna say... Oh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say it's September. Nice. Yeah. Q3 is just hard to pick release dates for because it's either you want it at the start of the summer when everyone's getting out of school and stuff 
mm-hmm. or you want it at the end when people have gone back to work and have some money again. Yeah. It's true. But I think I think Final Fantasy Seven is like a mature enough game that's gonna have more adult players. Especially oh, yeah, since sure. it's a remake of something that's twenty two years old. It'll seventy percent of the player base for that game will be nostalgia nerds. Yeah, they're all gonna be above thirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Shin Megami Tensei five is gonna get a trailer. Okay. I feel like I should have a specification to that. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say because like nothing's even been announced. Like if it was like it if they had already announced that they're working on it, then I'd say yeah, maybe have a specification. But because like they're literally said nothing about a new Shin Megami Tensei game, I feel like saying that there'll be a trailer is enough of a specification. Yeah. See, the thing was, it was part of like the unveiling of the switch back in 2017 is they had Mm -hmm. like it was almost like the teaser we got for metroid prime 4 it had like zero details at all yeah it was it was just that it was like the shin megami anniversary yeah and that it was going to be for switch fuck it just say just for a specification just say it'll be an e3 easy cop out done yeah because, yeah, we've heard literally nothing since. Mm-hmm. And I actually had to look it up to find out that it was Shin Megami Tensei Five, And not, like, Persona 6. Yeah, like, I had zero clue to what it was. That's how vague the trailer was. I thought it was supposed to be, like, a remake of the first game. Ah. But, yeah, okay, so Shin Megami Tensei Five trailer, and we're going to see it at E3. Nice. I'm going to say that the N64 Classic will release in 2019. Yep. And it will not have any third-party games. Mmm. You bones. Yeah, it's risky, because the N64 is a console made up almost exclusively of great first-party games, and all the really big third-party gems are rare, but Microsoft pretty much owns them. Yeah. So... They're going to have to stretch if they want third-party games. Because it's going to have to be stuff like Goemon the Mystical Ninja, which is like an amazing game, but no one knows who that is. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope if they put him in. I'm not going to lie. That'd be be. be pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, the whole cost of the the classic console would be the same as that cartridge. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh... Mega Man X9 will be announced. Ooh. And it will have in the trailer, it will have a 2020 release date with no further specification. Nice. And then lastly, from Square Enix, we're going to get a vinyl record release for Kingdom Hearts 3. I I would honestly probably buy that. They've done quite a few. Theirs are usually really limited. And a lot of the time they're for uh, just like classic games like Final Fantasy. Kind of like remixes of like old, old, uh, old songs and stuff from previous games. Mm -hmm. They don't have nearly as many current soundtracks. So Kingdom Hearts just came out. I'm giving it like a hot two months. And if it's not released by then, this one's just not happening. Fair enough. 
Should have almost put that in the middle somewhere. Yeah. You really yeah. should have. Yeah, I should oh, well. have. Oh, well, I'll live with it. It's, you it's there forever up. now. Yeah. No, I think... I, I like this new system. Because I think even if we don't get a bingo, we're still going to have a lot more points in the end. And honestly, our predictions are pretty good this time, too. Yeah, I like them. Okay. The, uh, the last portion of this podcast is going to be dedicated to our favorite games of the past year. I'm actually, last year we did a full episode on the Game Awards and what our top was. Yep. And then we did our year-end review, so we pretty much had like two at the end in October there. Yeah. But uh, we're just going to kind of lump them into one here, because the Game Awards 2018 were not nearly anywhere as hype. No, except for like, when the Game of the Year was announced, and then uh, the the unveiling of Joker in smash bros yeah that was really shocking yeah like those two things were awesome and the rest of the show was just like eh, fucking whatever mm -hmm, pretty much okay hit me yeah i'm i'm just scrolling through these to see uh what happened so like game of the year was god of war mm -hmm. best ongoing game was fortnite Ugh. Best, I don't even, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Best art direction was Return of the Obra Din. Huh? Yeah, exactly. To Google. Best audio design was Red Dead Redemption 2. Games for Impact, they had Celeste. Uh, best, best mobile game, Florence. Best action game, Dead Cells. Best role-playing cool. game... Monster Hunter World. Nice. I forgot that came out. This Obra Din game looks beyond stupid. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I think it's supposed to be like a mystery game, but like it's all black and white and it just does not look good. I feel like it would give me a headache. It's mighty unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Best family game went to Overcooked 2. Best Overcooked sports or so racing fun. was Forza. Best student game was Combat. Best game direction was God of War. Best narrative was Red Dead. Best score was Red Dead. Best performance was a guy in Red Dead. Best ind indie game was Celeste. Uh, best VR was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Best action adventure was God of War. Best fighting was Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Best strategy was Into the Breach. Best multiplayer was Fortnite, and best debut indie was The Messenger. Mm -hmm. So really, I'm just seeing a lot of uh, God of War, Fortnite, Red Dead Redemption Two, and Celeste. They fucking owned that entire fucking night. Mm. Fuck that. We have our own categories. The six ca categories that we're going to go over are Game of the Year, Family Game of the Year, 
RPG of the Year, Best Soundtrack, Best Surprise, and Best Indie Game. Yeah. So let's start off with the indie. What do you got? I got Celeste. Yeah? I did a, I did a quick cop-out. I had Moonlighter picked originally, but I haven't seen much of Moonlighter, and as much as I love the concept, because Moonlighter is like you manage like a shop during the day, so you have to like manage your money and keep your you know, manage your customers and stuff like that. And then at night you fuck off and you go dungeon raiding to get stuff to sell in your shop. Okay. That sounds kind of dope. It sounds super dope, but like I, I changed to Celeste because like I've actually watched a good amount of Celeste gameplay and it just looks a, it's super pretty and like B it has it actually has a story which a lot of indie games don't they're just like we have solid gameplay and it's a hell of a good time have fun whereas yeah. Celeste Celeste actually has a small story even though the story is just the girl trying to get to the top of the mountain for some reason I really like Celeste um because it originated as a game jam game for speedrunners mm-hmm I don't know if you've seen the speed run from Games Done Quick. They did it recently. I like haven't two weeks watched ago. it yet. Oh, I it's fucking amazing. It yeah. It's a fairly short one, but it's like nonstop teeth grit, like holy tits. Because it's, it's like super meat boy. Everything just feels like it's going to hit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. All right. Yeah. Fucking great great game i agree my indie is something that i feel most people just passed right over mm -hmm. it's called minute m-i-n-i-t okay so after a minute you die on repeat huh. so it's kind of like that uh, half minute heroes okay but the entire style of the game feels a lot like the legend of zelda on game boy like Link's Awakening. The entire yeah. game feels like that. There is a very light story to it that's very simple and to the point, but it gives you motivation to keep going to actually finish the game. Mm -hmm. And then there's very light uh, puzzle solving throughout, and it's just, it's really fun, and it only took about like half an hour to do the first time round. Cool. Yeah. My like... I was going to give it to the messenger, but I actually played minute and it was like, I played through it about three times. Nice. Yeah. Just a great, I, just a grand old time. Yeah. Almost ironically minute and the messenger were both, uh, published by devolver digital. Hmm. Yeah. What do you got for uh best surprise? Best surprise. I have Pokemon Let's Go actually being good. <laughs> oh, God. Why did I expect anything less from you? I don't know. Why did you? <laughs> so, yeah, just... Um, oh, for if, fuck's if, sakes. If you want more of an explanation on that to anybody listening, go uh, go listen to Level 39. Uh, it's like our main topic of conversation. And... Half of it is me being pissed off that I'm enjoying the game. Yeah, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Jukebox gets a real kick out of it. Yeah, I do. 
still but do. Yeah, so just just yeah. to clarify, like I didn't <laughs> You're so mean. Um yeah, just to clarify, like I never thought that Let's Go was going to be bad. It was just in my opinion, I found that the trailers didn't do a good job of showing showing the merits of the game to people who have been playing Pokemon since they were fucking five years old, a.k.a. me. You know? Because <laughs> I know I'm not the only one who thought these games were going to be hot fucking garbage. But, lo and behold, they weren't. They're actually a lot of fun. And it still bothers me to say that, but I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a smile on my face running around with an Alolan Ninetales following behind me. Bitch. Fucking love a little nine tails. <laughs> so uh, um I I do personally I do miss the catch mechanic. Um there 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 are a few times where I get frustrated trying to catch a Pokemon, like especially like I went to catch Zapdos a couple of weeks ago and holy fuck did I get mad. <laughs> like uh, it's for it's frustrating playing a regular Pokemon game and your legendary breaking out of the fucking ball, but when you miss six balls, finally hit him with one, and then it breaks out on the first roll, that's a whole nother level of rage. Yeah, maybe suck less. Oh, fuck, I tried. <laughs> just how you think I got this new job, man? Like, you just <laughs> hate the player, hate the game. God damn it. But, um... Yeah, no, so that was my surprise for the year of 2018, was that I actually enjoyed that fucking game. Which is hilarious, because it's like zero surprise to me. Uh, what about you? Katamari Damashi reroll. I'm also not surprised. I'm just surprised that it was a remake, and that it was coming out on Switch, because like, I love the shit out of that game, and when I saw that trailer with, uh, with Kari... Like, I was literally, like, jumping up and down. Like, I was practically jittering. Nice. Like, I was fucking excited. It's like, I think the last game to come out was uh, Touch My Katamari on the Vita. Mm -hmm. And that was a long-ass time ago. Like, I did, like, I thought this was a dead series. Like, it wasn't getting anything more. Yeah. And have, and like, a, a remake of the first game, which is, like, amazing. And to have it on the Switch so I can actually play it. Just, mm, perfect. I like it. Yeah. What is your best soundtrack? I get a really good cop out here. Oh, dude. Because uh, Undertale was released on the Switch. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> that game's already, like, what, three years old or something? Something like that. But yeah, seriously. If if it wasn't for that, I don't know what I'd pick because I can't, like, think of any other good soundtracks. <laughs> oh, I got one nothing, for you. Nothing that I've at least played, though. But, like, Undertale, like, I went out of my way to buy that on vinyl. And I only buy new vinyl for, like, extremely special records. That, like, that, that's, that how, that's how much I love that soundtrack. That game's soundtrack is some next-level shit, and I haven't even played Undertale. Yeah, I mean, it's got great theming throughout the entire game. 
like Toby Fox knew what he was doing there because it's like all the boss music kind of melds into each other. Like the theme is there, but it's always different. Yeah. Like for anybody listening, if you haven't heard Undertale music somehow, just go to YouTube and search Megalovania. And yeah. it'll blow it'll blow your goddamn mind. My favorite is Hopes and Dreams. I haven't heard all of it, obviously, so one day. Definitely. Yeah, one of these days. One day. I think I know what yours is. Do you? Yeah. Do you it, really? Yeah, it has something to do with walking in eight directions. I can't tell if that's a pun or not, but yeah, it is Octopath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, okay? I walked in, I, wa- I, I started with the hunter chick, and the music was amazing, and then I, got, I went and got my cleric girl, and holy fucking shit, I almost peed my pants. Goddamn music made me cry. <laughs> so beautiful. I didn't actually cry. Saving those tears for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Gotta load up on them. It's gonna be a hefty ride through that game. You know what? You know what? I don't even fucking care. I don't even fucking care. I'm gonna date this goddamn episode. I get that game in three fucking days, and I've fucking never been more excited for anything in my life. I honestly thought it came out yesterday. In Japan... Oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, no, if it came out yesterday, you would not, I I would not have messaged you at all. (laughs) Uh, see, yesterday I was expecting you to, like, message me and be like, dude, guess what I got? Ah!" Yeah, that would just, like, start freaking out. (laughs) You know what's fucked up? What? We, We are not getting a midnight release. Really? Yeah. I don't understand how. I'm I'm actually really surprised. Yeah, like this game is like the hypest thing in the fucking world right now. Like, how? What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't we, we've I, we've gotten midnight releases for a lot of hot shit. Maybe it's just because it's not first party, but at the same time, I remember getting Duke Nukem at midnight, and that game was yeah. not the greatest. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't get it. Oh, Whatever. No. That's that's the main reason I said that Tuesday would be a very, very painful day at work. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm just going to be wanting, like, I guarantee nobody's safety when I leave work because I'm going to fucking beeline to the goddamn EB games. <laughs> Straight yeah, through the front much. window, like, gimme, yeah. gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> No, freaking Octopath Traveler, the music in that game, because I've listened to some on YouTube and then I've mm-hmm. played the demo, is it's a lot like the game itself. It's mm-hmm. retro 8-bit-ish, 16-bit-ish music, but with like modern tools. It's just so good. Honestly. Like the ability to include like real instruments instead of just like samples and synths is great. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, if Kingdom Hearts three or Tales of Asperia had come out in twenty eighteen, I would have picked those because like fucking scrub. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, hmm. maybe Kingdom Hearts three, but like not Vesperia. No, Tales music is beautiful. You don't understand. <laughs> 
Yeah, even okay, the, Dad. Even the even the bad games have great music. Any whore. Any whore. What was your RPG of the year? Dragon Quest Two. Two. Yeah. You, you no. mean eleven? I do mean eleven. God fucking damn it. Ah. Please, please tell me they actually put it as XI. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Yep. They're always in Roman numerals. That's one thing they stick to really hardcore, and it makes me happy. We got a uh, good-ass episode where you rant pretty good about that game and maxing oh. out your character levels and all that. Oh, I fucking love that game. Actually, I rant that... That one, the one I rant where I'm about maxing character levels, that's Dragon Quest Eight that I talk about. I didn't max characters oh, in Dragon Quest. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I didn't max right. characters in Dragon Quest Eleven because they nerfed the grinding really hard. Oh, lame. Because in, in every other Dragon Quest game, to my knowledge, there's always an area where you can farm metal slimes. And in Dragon Quest Eleven there is a thing called pep powers. And essentially the only way to consistently get metal slimes is to use fucking pep powers, which trigger randomly the best one. The ones you need to summon metal slimes are only accessible if you have multiple characters who are pepped up. So it's just such a slog. I was like, I'm not going, I'm not dealing with this. Okay, that's and lame like, as shit. Yeah, so like I literally got through 95% of the game. I got like the best fucking weapon in the game. I did like a bunch of like the la end game side quests. The only thing I had left was to go kill the final boss. And I was like, I know I can't beat him unless I'm in the 70s for levels. And I'm not grinding 15 levels on fucking basic ass enemies. That'll take me literally three days. I'm not doing it. So I just didn't. Good choice. Yeah, so I never beat Dragon Quest Eleven, but, but that's because their, like, end, end, end game was very flawed. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. It's funny, because my only hype around that game is the fact that we got it, because we mm -hmm. didn't get 10. Yeah. I was also very hyped. Like, honestly, that game, 9 out of 10. Like, great game. It's just, you get to that last part, and if you haven't been, like, steadily grinding through the entire game... And by that, I mean, like, you saw an enemy and you fought and killed it. And you never avoided anything. If you, like, if you did anything but that, you're going to get to that end point. You're going to need to grind, like, 10, 15 levels, and it's going to be the most boring thing in your fucking life. It's kind of funny, because that's how I play RPGs. I fight literally everything. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> depends on the RP uh, it depends on the RPG. Like, when it comes to, like, Kingdom Hearts... For the most part, I'll fight anything unless unless I know I'm already more than powerful enough, in which case I'll skip shit. Right. Because it like if you're like five levels above where you need to be because you've been fighting everything, you don't need to keep fighting everything because then you're just going to become way too overleveled and there's not going to be any challenge. <laughs> that happened to me in Kingdom Hearts 2 once and it was not fun. Sucks for you. For me so but uh stuff like tails um just because the, honestly like the main reason i dodge enemies and tails games is because honestly the loading screen for fights is so dumb you it's know like, i retract my statement 
because uh, Pokemon Let's Go, you can now avoid the Zubats and shit. I avoid a lot of I avoid a lot of enemies. <laughs> yeah, that was one. Oh, that God. was that's that's one thing I do hope they bring into Gen Eight is I do like seeing oh, yeah. the Pokemon. I like seeing them on the field. It's fun. And it, I think it's, they will. It's more immersive too, which I like. Yeah, because like that. That's just it. Like in in the actual Pokemon universe, you're not like you know walking around and you're like, oh no, I wonder. And then all of a sudden, it's like you black out and then you wake up and it's like, holy shit, a Rattata, go Pikachu! Like no. <laughs> yeah, I think it's they like, will just because they generally don't regress on features. Like no, I know, typically... I know they had it in like Heart Gold, Soul Silver, but that was, I don't know, that was a little different there. Yeah, they typically just kind of like straight in and especially with okay. nintendo on the switch because they've been going all out on all the games yeah uh hit me with your rpg octopath traveler well fuck <laughs> my uh what else would it have been for me i mean lie <laughs> um, no octopath because no. like i barely played any rpgs this year but I played that mm. demo and I was hype as shit for that game. I loved Octopath. Like I really did. The only thing that killed it for me is the battles are too much for how much they're worth. Like there there were some fights that I got into while I was trying to grind after I got all my characters cuz it's like you get all eight of your characters and your like best party member is probably at average like level 15. And every single one of like the every second stage of the character's storylines, you have to be in the 20s. Like every single one. And I think you just need to stop dodging battles because you seem to have this issue in pretty much every RPG you play. No, but see, here's the thing. Octopath is random encounters. I didn't run from any encounter. The only time I booked shit was if I was almost dead. <laughs> it's just like I I think it's I think it's kind of ridiculous when you spend a minute and a half, 2 minutes on an encounter and then you get like 70 experience points. I'm like what a fucking waste of time. <laughs> I'm fucking a-okay with it cuz I love that game. That's fair cuz but one problem I had with Octopath was also I found its scaling was very odd because like I found out you can use the dancer they get a thing they get like this random dance mechanic later on and it has a chance to like boost your experience your money and your job points by a multiplier of either two five or one hundred so I got lucky the one day, got a 100% experience, 100 times experience boost, and my entire party was like in the fucking 30s. And I'm like, okay, guess it's time to go start doing my other fucking story missions for the characters. Fuck your so, negativity. We're moving on to family game of the year. <laughs> hang on. Because we hang got on, the I'm same almost, game. No, fuck done. you. You've already talked about this. Oh. <laughs> Uh, even though neither of us have played it 
talking about the family game now. So fucking hard. I'm talking about the family game now. Leave me alone. Super Mario Party. Yeah. I've watched so many people play that game. Me too. It looks I'm like just like teetering on that edge of going to get it. Because I never have enough people to play it with anymore. Wait, what? Because we don't have our get-togethers anymore. So oh, it would literally yeah. just be like me and Kari. And then maybe one day you show up and we can actually play it. I mean, one day. <laughs> it's the worst part but about being adults. That game, so beautiful. And they brought oh. it back to like the OG way of doing things. Yeah, I don't understand why they thought the car was a good fucking idea. Yeah, and they made the levels immersive and fun, like they were mm -hmm. from, like, the GameCube days. Like, as a short example for anybody who hasn't seen it, there's one level that's, like, a fruit island, and you can land on a space that progressively melts an ice cream cone, and whoever lands on it and finishes melting the ice cream cone gets a star. So it's like, you know, you might like roll, think you got a shitty roll, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, guess what? You conveniently yeah. just melted this ice cream cone. You know, here's a star. Good job. You're like, oh, fuck, cool. And as simple as that stage is, you have like a bridge that crumbles and you have warp pipes to go from one end to the other. Yeah. Like, it's it's got variety even in the simplest stage. It's not like the fucking stage in Mario Party 8 that we always played. Where it's like a straight goddamn line and maybe you get to ride on a dolphin. God, like Mario Kart 8 was good, but it was so bad at the same time. You want to run that one by me again? I said Mario Kart... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mario Kart 8? <laughs> Mario Kart 8. Mario Party 8 was good so good. Good job. I'm so proud of myself. I didn't even try to do that. Uh, uh, priceless. Yeah, no. Mario Super Mario Party looks dope as shit. It is so great. Okay. Hit me with your game of the year. Are you ready for some bullshit? I am ready for some bullshit. All right. Because I haven't played this one. No, obviously. But I've seen two playthroughs of it. Lovely. And it's not a Nintendo game. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, see? Ready for some shit? Hit me with some shit. It's God of War. Same Z's. On PS4. Game Awards did one thing right, and it was God of War winning Game of the Year. That game is actually like a hard 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, I had, I had to change my mind on that one, because before I was like, eh, maybe, no, it's still bullshit, but nah, Game of the Year. It had such a huge impact, and they like they took what you expected of God of War and just kind of like flipped it on its head, and then gave it such a great open world. Yeah, world world people that call it open world, it it technically isn't, but it's like it's fucking close enough. Like, it's pretty much you get to a point where there's this like huge lake, and there's like side areas that you can go to, but like. None of the side areas progress the story at all. 
it's just like you can find treasure and you can do side quests and shit like that but still like still feels a lot more open than it was before that's for sure it's oh that game was so good i gotta do new game plus i finally got my copy back from buddy so i gotta do a new game plus one of these days I'll I'll tell you what my honorable mention is in a second, but like, I don't know. I had to give it to this one because it has character development. Like the past God of Wars, it's just like his wife's dead. He's angry. Blah, kill things. This one mm-hmm. actually adds some depth to the character. It looks yeah, exactly. amazing. It has, you know, more intuitive combat. Combat's so good. Like fuck. No, I loved playing through that game oh it was so much fun (laughs) i'm getting quiet because i'm just sitting here thinking about it oh anyway my honorable mention is spider-man for ps4 because i actually just played that game and like i put it in and then i proceeded to play it for like 12 hours straight wow it was a dumb, stupid, fun game. It's like, the combat is tight as fuck. Anytime, there were a couple of times where I died where I felt it was pretty bullshit, but for the most part, like, if you died, it was because you did something wrong. And honestly, it it goes straight back to, like, Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation. Like, swinging through the city is, like, the number one funnest thing to do. <laughs> You know, I feel like if I played it, that probably would have gotten honorable mention exclusively for swinging around the city. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I had that Spider-Man game rented on the N64, and that's like all I did in it. And it's like later, like once you get to a certain point in the game, I think like six or seven hours in, you get like a fast travel option. And it's like, nope, fuck that. Like I'd (laughs) much rather swing 10 minutes across the city than travel. (laughs) Wow. And it's funny, too, because all the fast travel scenes are, like, Spider-Man taking the subway or something, and I'm like... That's actually kind of funny, though. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure swinging through the city, you only lose, like, 30 seconds on average. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so that doesn't really make much sense, but... Still. It only works in places like New York, too. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Could you imagine if Spider-Man was in, like, Kansas? Yeah. It'd be like, I I have to develop web shooters that specifically, like, shoot at the ground. Be hailing a taxi is what he'd be doing. (laughs) My honorable mention Mm -hmm. is Super Smash Bros. I'll give it to you. I I I was about to criticize you, but I won't. Up until today, that was my game of the year. But, uh... I, yeah, I just couldn't fight it anymore. It's God of War. God of Even War's though I so haven't good. played it. Because I know if I play it, I won't give half a shit. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's just... not my kind of game. And that's why I yeah, wanted to do the you. honorable mention. Because, like... I'm giving God of War the game of the year. But, like, my game of the year would yep. be uh, Super Smash Bros. And that's fair. And that's mostly because, like, there's not a bad thing about that whole game. And they finally got no. a single-player campaign again. Yeah, 
even though I don't, I don't know. People are really divided. Some people prefer the subspace emissary, and other people say the world light is ten times better. I, just, well, I, don't, I don't know. I like know. both of them for different reasons. Yeah, All exactly. I know is that it makes Smash Four look like hot trash. Smash Four was hot trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least in comparison. And it's funny because people keep saying like, at least it didn't have tripping, as if tripping was really a big deal. Fuck, I think I maybe tripped like twice playing that game. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea behind tripping isn't even that bad because it's like if you are constantly like jiggling back and forth on the uh, controller to kind of like psych out your opponent, it's like after freaking 10 seconds of that, you'll trip. Yeah. It's like you you literally got to be doing some stupid bullshit for way too long to trip. Mm hmm. That's literally just the game's way of telling you, fuck off and fight. <laughs> yeah. Anything anything for in conclusion, or should we wrap it up? No, I'm kind of regretting putting God of War there. I want to put Smash Bros. back. Fuck it, do it. Swap <laughs> them around, I don't care. <laughs> you know what, yeah, it's better that way, because everything else I have on my list is something that I was super attached to. Mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Game of the Year. God of War, honorable ah. mention. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it to you. I'll allow it. Oh god. And with that, literally everything except my indie game came out on Switch. Nice. <laughs> hey man, Switch is a oh, fucking good Lord. console. It is. Switch is a really good console. Good enough for you to get a second one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we wrap this bitch up cuz I got to go get food. <laughs> you completely cut out there what? I said, should we wrap this up? Because I desperately need to go and get food. Me too. I'm down yeah. for that. Okay. Yeah, that's our uh, that's our year in review. Episode 40. Level 40. Hot damn. If I was a bigger Pokemon nerd, which, go figure, is actually possible, I would be like, if I was a so-and-so, I'd learn this attack. But no, I'm not that hardcore. Not quite. Not quite. Anyways, we we gave a whole bunch of new predictions. We kind of established where we are with the podcast, what our favorite games of the last year was, even though you might have been able to guess that from listening to previous episodes. Probably. But uh, if you've listened this far, we'd love to hear what your predictions are for 2019. Or give give us another topic, like give us another best of 2018 you want to hear and we'll fucking do it for you. Yeah, so, I mean, this will be on YouTube if you're listening there. You can comment. If you want to add us, we're on Facebook and Instagram and those are at, at Infinity Games Podcast and then Twitter's at Games underscore Podcast. Huzzah! Yeah. Much and excited. If you're this far in, subscribe, because we'll be releasing more episodes into the new year. I know we're going to have one where we're talking about uh, Tales of Vesperia and then the inevitable Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh my god, that's going to be the next podcast. It's pretty much just me fucking ranting and crying the entire time. I'm okay with this. Yep. And somewhere in there, I want to talk about Smash Bros. more, because I'm going to be getting the PD Piranha DLC, and I want 100% that game much excite yeah yeah i got i got one tiny little point right right to end this podcast yeah 
You know how in the last one I told you that I was uh, trying out coding and stuff again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wanted you to hold me to that? Yeah. I made one tiny little step of progress and it stopped altogether pretty much. Aww. <laughs> this is why I need you Bad. to hold me to it. Bad but, jukebox. Well, it's funny because I come back to it like every two years and it's like, yeah, let's try this again. And then I get a little bit farther and then I stop. This time... Yeah. I, uh, I managed to make it so I can have multiple screens and multiple states. Cool. Which was the big thing that was keeping me from moving forward last time. Awesome. So if I gain more time to work on it, nice. Yeah, well, that's like that's why I never really faulted you for dropping it is because, like, again, your hours are kind of fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>